and welcome to issue 13 of the Dad's Got Issues podcast. Uh, I'm Charlie, and over here as the other part of this dynamic duo is uh, my good friend Mark. And welcome back to all our DGI Multiverse members and all our new listeners. Uh, we're going to be diving into our hot off the press issue this fine Wednesday. <laughs> or no. Yeah. Yeah, it's Wednesday. One, it's Wednesday. Jesus, already. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we're going to dive into some comic book breakdowns, news, highlights, everything that's coming out um, in the last week or two that we've been reading and everything that we're looking forward to and some news from around the comic book uh, realm of the multiverse. Uh, we'll kick off with some big news over the weekend, um, I guess as a part of the Batman Day slash lead up to Batman Day celebration. Jim Lee finally divulged what exactly is going to be happening to the DC Universe um, app location, so to speak. <laughs> uh, we've been talking about it since we started uh, the, sh- the show, that we thought the universe was kind of on its last legs. It's a great app. It's a great concept, premise, idea, but with HBO Max coming around, right. um, it was going to be really hard for Warner Brothers to have their parties split like they are. Um, so Jim Lee announced that the DC Universe is not going away, but it is now going to be just a full curation of comics. Right. Um, instead of a year after books being released, then being released on the app, it'll be six months now. So if you're a comic book fan that doesn't mind being six months behind and you're a digital person, then, I mean... For, I mean, there's plenty of stuff out there. So yeah. For being s- six months behind is not... Yeah. For seven <laughs> bucks a month, it's not, I guess, not really a bad really at all bad deal i mean if you're considering the amount that you're spending on paper and all the other stuff the print that you're you're getting with your current crop of comics but i won't be continuing my subscription nothing against the dc universe i have hbo max so i'm going to be paying warner brothers one way or the other but i'm not going to continue just for i I read the comics weekly like i buy print i like in my hands and if i do read something that's if I do read something that's not in print, it's something I've already bought or like like for example, like I, I read an online version of Justice League last night because I, I didn't feel like getting up to get the book. Um but I did purchase the book already. Um so yeah, I am I kinda bombed. Yeah. I liked having a dedicated like like I have a dedicated WWE app right. channel I can Everything wrestling is right there. Yeah. Well, everything WWE owns. (laughs) But like I said, I I, I enjoyed that, but no sense in crying over spilled milk. I just won't continue my subscription. Right. Um, Hey, they tried. It didn't work. Well, it worked. It just was ill-timed because they came out with HBO Max right around the corner. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there was was some original content there, but... Like we talked about, right? The the way that they they release things, the way that they yeah. they handle like that that killed any chance of that app really having a, an opportunity to succeed. Yeah, right? because yeah, if I know that I can buy one of the movies, like one of the DC animated movies, you know, yeah. months before it's going to show up on the app. Yeah, uh, there's no. And we'll and we'll talk more yeah. about the the DC animated universe in our around the multiverse issue on Friday. Um, because there was some stuff with the second part of DC fandom that, you know, afforded some opportunities for fans if you took advantage of it. Um, but uh, on the heels of that, and right before Batman Day, um, they announced that 
Dan Jurgens' run on Batman Beyond would be ending at number 50. Uh, which, for me, it's kind of... Am I okay with it as long as they end it well? Yes. Because Jurgens has had this 50 issues, but he's also had the you know, the entire Batman Beyond basically New 52 run. So he's had a long time with the character and he's done really well with it. I don't think anybody's ever said like something Dan Jurgens has done was done poorly. So that's something, I mean, he can always tip his hat on. So I think it's cool to see him, oops, sorry, to see him get an opportunity to go on and write a different story. I think he's moving on. He's either writing Justice League or he's doing this endless winter thing that they're teasing in um, December. But you know, he might be doing Generations. He, he's doing something big for DC past okay. Batman Beyond. So at least he's not like doing nothing. Um, but speaking of bigger names in comics, uh, Mark Wade is back with DC Comics now. Um, it came down. He's actually going to be doing... Um, a small short story, I guess, either in the epilogue or one of the final issues of Death Metal. Um, he's involved in some way, shape, or form. His name ended up in the previews writer's portion um, for the issue. And he, uh, obviously, big, big, big name. I mean, Kingdom Come, he's, you know... Right. Daredevil. Like, I mean, he, he, some, he he's written some pretty iconic stuff. And... You know, I think as fans of, like, if you're a fan of Kingdom Come, you're excited because he, he's not attached to a single, like, superhero yet. But there's a lot of talks that the one superhero he wants to do, he's always wanted to do, is Superman. And Bendis has now also been announced that Bendis' run will end in December on Superman. Um which means there's going to be some shuffling, some dealing as far as writers go, because Bendis is a big name that they paid a lot of money to. Mark Wade, I can almost guarantee they're paying a decent clip to. Um, so I would assume that you're going to see Wade go to Superman, Bendis go to Detective, and that'll keep two of the bigger names on the two bigger books, which will be cool. Um, but I don't know, maybe Wade gets action instead of Superman or whatever. But like I said, I'm excited for, for Wade's return to DC. I don't care who it is. But there are rumors that he could be doing Green Lantern too after Grant Morrison finishes up. Which I, I would be fine with. I, I, I would wonder how they would handle that. I mean, because this is a guy who gave us, you know, the, that Kingdom Come Superman. And I'm looking at you and you've got the big Kingdom Come uh, poster behind your head. Uh, and and people love that version of that older version of Clark. of Clark, um, but you know you also have uh, you know that that whole story arc there um, with Kingdom Come, um, and a lot of you're seeing the future of yeah. of what the Justice League had become and and everything, and um, that was a great story, and it, it it led to a lot of people getting and, in. And there was really no prequel ever given for it either right you know what i mean we never got to like how we got to that point. yeah how did we get here there, it was just yeah. this is the world now yeah and where do we go from yeah here? and like i said it's an absolute class i mean i don't think there's a book that i mean visually i mean alex ross yeah alex ross drawing Art. an entire comic is just unbelievable yeah um but like i said um mark wade back that's great bendis moving off of superman 
that's also kind of bittersweet because I've actually really enjoyed. He's made me care about Superman again, which is nice. Um, <laughs> Steven, I'm sure, is happy. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, but hopefully that means that with Mark Wade coming back, Bendis moving around. Um, but there's also apparently been talks that they're not going to, um, they're not going to be paying these writers or p- premiums for writers anymore. Um, they uh, said that you know they're going to basically build up their writers. They're going to build up their 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 roster, and they're going to move that way. You know, you, right. Instead of like going out and spending tons of money just to poach writers, they're going to use their farm system. <laughs> yeah, essentially, yeah. Um, but I'm I'm excited for the future of the DC universe as far as their writers and comics things like that. They have tremendously gifted artists as well, which helps put their books out and do the things that they need to do and keep readers engaged. But um, if they're going to this digital first platforming, like they've kind of, you know, been teasing lately, you know, obviously Tom Taylor's doing his injustice zero year. Um, he, you also have his deceased book. You have a point. I mean, you have a ton of different comics right now. The Batman adventures continues book as well. There's all kinds of, Books that are just going digital first, print second. Um, if that's the case, I mean, you're going to get to see a lot of tests. You know, it, basically they're testing these books when they're when they're going digital. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know how I feel about that either, though. Like, you know, I'm not. Well, I, mean, I think we've both established like we're not really digital guys, yeah. right? We're we're paper and paper and ink. I don't know if uh, the whole digital first thing really is is the way to go. But I mean, I, I can tell you this. To this point, I've avoided all the Batman Adventure continues. I think I'm on issue number four printed, but I think they're on like issue 12 digitally. I just don't look, I just don't look at the spoilers. I don't look at the reviews. I don't look at none of that stuff. And I get it from, from, from a, from a sustainability point of view, right? Like, all right, sure. Yeah. We're saving on paper. Um, always good. Right. You know, not, not to get preachy, but you know, it's one of those things where it's like, I can get it from that standpoint, but I think most comic book fans uh, are, are also collectors, right? They're not just, you know... Yeah, uh, no, and that's... So that's the thing. Like, are you in this for the casual reader or are you in this for the collector, the avid fan base? Like, so this is the thing. Like, it's easy to like recommend a book to somebody and be like, hey, go check it out. It's a dollar on Amazon Marketplace. And then them like it and be like, oh, well, you know, do, is there more issues of this? Like, is there a collected edition? Is there like, you know, can I go to my local comic shop? Like, that's different than, you know, like you said, like, okay, you, you might get a kid who accidentally buys a, you know, a comic on his mom's computer because that's how he knows how to read things. Right. You know what I mean? I, I think, I, I still think the market value is in print. Me personally, right. but like you, you said, we're not big digital guys. I can see trying to maximize your profit by getting your hands involved as much of, you know, sh- you know, income streams as possible. But I think digital is proven to not be the future of like it's the future, but it's not the future right now. Well, I'll put it this way: if digital was so great, you wouldn't have to wait six months on the DC Universe app to read something. Yes, 
right? Yeah. So, and you also, and I also believe if digital was so great, we wouldn't be having comic book conventions where five hundred thousand people show up either. Right. I mean, with comics to sign. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You can't get your tablet signed. <laughs> well, you can. It just you know. In six months from now, it's obsolete, and you don't use it anymore, so. <laughs> Would you imagine walking up to, like, Frank Miller? Like, can you can you digitally sign this cover? <laughs> can you sign my iPhone? <laughs> can you did Or, like, you, like, pull it up on Adobe? Can you digitally sign this? Can you can you send me an encrypted email? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jesus oh. Christ. Um, <laughs> but, uh, off, all right, so moving on. Um Speaking of print, uh, Three Jokers, number one, is getting a second print. Hey, good. With a 1 in 25 variant cover. So, so I got to hope that one of the local comic shops around here gets 25 second. Because you got to figure, they all ordered a butt ton of, of, the, first of the first print. So if you want your local comic shop, you know, you better hope that your local comic shop didn't. And they need to get a second print because that's the only way you're going to get this one in 25. And it's a completely different cover for this second print. So when they when they put out the, the stable of covers, mm-hmm. obviously they kept a couple covers in the back for second or third printings. This one is the Joker and he's got a, a puppet shark, a hand puppet okay. shark that looks just like the shark that you know, was in the tank. Well, yeah, the uh, so that's laughing. Shark. Y- yeah, you get that in color, and then the one in twenty five is black and white. Yeah, uh, it's uh, all right. I'm gonna order it through Midtown yeah. because Midtown will order a hundred of them just yeah. to have. But I can tell you, there's a second printing one in twenty five will probably be worth more than my first printing one in one hundred, which I I may or may not have overpaid for. Now right. looking at market value, but. At least I got it. Yeah. Um, you don't. You, you never know. They said that they believed. They believed that the first print did three hundred thousand in sales, which is apparently like unheard of modernly. And people were like, "Well, is this like a phantom sale where they they only did one hundred fifty, and then one hundred fifty are sitting in a warehouse?" But apparently, like ninety percent were on floor, like for sale books. So. I mean, that's a massive order for a first book. They said that this will probably be the number one selling book, even just with its first issue for the year, comparative to other books that have been, you know, right. placed or put out. Um, obviously, but we get the number two this month or next month, I think. I think it's next month. It's next month. Yeah. Um, we get number October. two. Yeah, because yeah, you get, I think on October 12th is when you get the second printing for the first book so yeah so you get number two next month but i would assume that's probably going to be of equal order i can't imagine that this wasn't just absolutely like the most successful book most stores have seen for the year yeah um but uh yeah so i mean you get second printing for three jokers um there's been some generations news coming out that whole 5g thing that they were going to do before they let um the Ditto or DDO or whatever, however you say his name, um, go from DC where they were going to introduce a new generation of younger heroes to replace. Basically, they were going to time jump, make Bruce and Wonder Woman and Clark and all those like old men and women and, you know, introduce the next crop of young heroes to replace them, so to speak. Uh, well, w- once that was, you know, that was scrapped 
once the the heads and management were kind of shifted and moved around to DC, but it does seem like they're going to use bits and parts of that moving forward, which is unfortunate <clears throat> because like <clears throat> I mean Deceased has kind of given us a taste of that. There's but been other stuff. It was going to be more radical than Deceased. Right. I mean, you were going to you were going to get you know, major almost like Marvel level where like, you know, you're you're you're, you know, making a you know, you so say you have a female Thor and a and a and a black female Iron Man and like like they were completely writing off all the original like you weren't gonna have stories with your originals anymore. It was just gonna be these characters. But see, I'm I'm okay with that. Like it, it. And, and that's and I think that's where I think a lot of fans they get hung up on certain things, right? Like, is you have plenty of people who are like, "Oh, well, I don't, I hate the fact that Jane's gonna be Thor." It's like, well, yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, it's it's different. If you're changing things for the sake of changing things, yeah, I, I'm not tracking with you. If you can give me a reason why you yeah, changed and the I, character, I have no problem. Like I said, I'm I'm looking forward to John Ridley's Batman book where. That Batman's not going to be Bruce Wayne. Is it? Is yeah? Is it going to be Signal? Right? Like, yeah. Is it going to be Signal? Is it going to be Batwing? Is it going to be somebody in there in, out of that 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 crop? Who knows? But my point is, is DC struck even Marvel. DC and Marvel are struggling in the comic realm to to consistently sell to their readers outside of like a Three Jokers event, whatever. Weekly books just aren't producing like they should like the popularity wanes after like a good arc or whatever so you're now saying okay well bruce is it, it bruce clark and diana are at least selling they're selling something we're now completely removing them all from the equation and everybody that's like them and we're putting all these new characters out and that's all we're putting out you were putting yeah. all your eggs in one basket, and you kind of have to, because if you say you do Batman and it's a completely different person, it's not Bruce Wayne, it's not Dick, it's not Damien, it's not anybody, right? It's just some new person that's Batman. But then you do Detective with all the normal stuff, or, Bat or vice versa, Batman or Detective. There, people aren't going to read the new stuff. Yeah, I mean that's true. It, they're going to pull. They're going to pull. They're going to pull Miles Morales. Everybody was all about Miles Morales when he first came around. And they still are. He's, he's he's highly popular, but nobody reads the book. And if you do, you it's because you're a diehard fan, like I am. Like I would read any Batman book that gets put out, even if it's not Bruce Wayne. I'm going to read it. But my thing is, they did that with Miles Morales initially, and he was it was huge. So a lot of initial issues, first appearances, you know, you know, first solos, whatever. But then people were realizing, like, yeah, this ain't Spider Man. This it's, isn't Peter Parker. Yeah. This isn't what I'm I'm used to. Like, this was really cool. It was shiny for a week, and now it's dull. And I'm 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 bored. And that's just the world we live in, unfortunately. But I do think that there is a place, like you said, to give us a proper reason why this is happening. Whether it's Bruce getting older, but that that's the problem and, though too. You can't do that in the DC universe unless you're going to go to a different Earth. Well, because you, if Bruce do, gets older, yeah, we, worlds, right? you, we get Terry McGinnis as Batman Beyond because that's what we we think the future is, and we've seen an entire future scoped universe in Batman Beyond where Superman's older, Flash is older, Nightwing's older. He's got a daughter who's Batwoman now. Like, there's all these different people. Like, that's my problem with the DC multiverse in in, in a sense is that. 
you would have to introduce an entire new earth, which you can do. Yeah. They do it all the time to say this is the new earth prime and this is. Well, I mean, look at, look at it look at the Arrowverse, right? You know, like, you know, they'll claim to be, you know, earth zero, but like, that's not earth zero. Well, I also thought though, too, like, you know, as I made that comment about, you know, creating a new earth, the same could be said about the JLA and, and JSA. Like, you know, you, you had the JSA for, technically speaking, they were before the Justice League. Right. But the Justice League is kind of the end-all, be-all. And, like, they've always been. And the Justice League introduced the JSA as their predecessors in their comic. And then the JSA kind of got their own thing. You know, their own thing. So maybe that's the way to do it, is that, you know, you introduce this new world... And then you f- start to phase out the old characters, and then you phase in like you 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 slow you slow grind into now this is the new Earth Prime, and the new the, the old Justice Leaguers the Batman the Bruce Wayne the Superman Clark Kent the Wonder Woman you know Diana Prince they are now like the the te- like the the spot players they come in every once in a blue moon or help with crises or whatever it is right. Yeah, they're advisors, right? Yeah, what I, they're, they're what retired, I, but you know, yeah. if we're you, not even retired, they're still active. They're just active on their earth, and we're just not following their adventures anymore. We're following, you know, Luke Fox as Batman or whoever you want to put in in the cow, or you know, you know, I don't. Michael B. Jordan is Superman. I mean, <laughs> I'm just thinking of you yeah, know, people that that have been plugged to play roles or be in roles or whatever. Yeah. But like that's my point, you know, or or, or even I mean I know they just <clears throat> they just reintroduced one of Wonder Woman's sisters. It's that's an African American, yeah. And I'm like, or maybe she's on that Earth, or maybe like it's, there's there's a thousand things you could you know people. It's comic you can, books. You can yeah. write the story to however you, can, you want. You can do whatever you want, or you get an original like a Jessica Cruz, yeah, or Simon Bass. Like I think. I think we really do have it. They have an opportunity. They could run with that. And that's what this generation's thing that they're teasing now is going to do. And they did it in detective 1027 in the anniversary issue. Um, I'm not a hundred percent. If you reach in my bag in the back pocket, it should be the first. Nope. 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 In the front. Yep. It should be the first book. It's a Batman book. Yep, give me that one. I don't want to misquote who did the Generations story. Um, so for Generations, it was written by Jurgens. So Jurgens is doing the Generations. Um, Generations Fractured, written by Jurgens, drawn by Kevin Nolan. Uh, yeah, Nolan. Alan, sorry if I mispronounced that name. And Hi-Fi did the colors, which is why the color looks so so good. Um, but basically, Bruce is fighting some uh, monsters, legitimate monsters, Frankenstein, Wolfman, Dracula, um, at a local museum, and he ends up finding Calendar Man. <laughs> um, and Calendar Man basically starts burning something up and or starts a fire in the museum and the 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 Wayne wing so to speak it's 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 dedicated to to the Waynes right um 
and then Batman goes to try and you know put it out, and all of a sudden he's like fractured, like time fractures around him, and um, I'm just showing my counterpart. <laughs> okay, you know, so time fractures around him, but he goes back in time, as you can see. Yeah, the old school Batman, old like the original school. detective yeah, comics exactly. Batman costume. Um, but like I said, he uh. It's Kamandi from any other time warp traveling DC comic comes back in time and basically, you know, grabs this version of, of Batman and is trying to bring him into the future in order to, you know, I, I guess basically fix the Earths or whatever. I don't know. So Generations has kind of been explained, kind of hasn't. I'm interested in in it because I don't know if it's going to actually turn into anything major for the DC universe, or they're just going to give us what they they were going to give us in the first place and just make it like something like a separate you know kind of line. Which is fine. They, I mean, they do that, right? And Justice did that. Right? Yeah. There's plenty of stories that do that. That's okay. You can keep what you have, and you can give us something different. Yeah, because we're but also we're also getting endless winter too. Like I said earlier. And that's later in December, and I think that will be the next major DC crisis, so to speak. Here's what I'd do. I would take the stories, and instead of giving us stories every other week, do your main storylines, your, 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 your trinity, your, your whatever. You do all of those for one, one week of the month. Then instead of doing that, Second issue for that the that biweekly drop, do your other other worlds. So essentially, you're getting a a, a story a month. So if you're if you're reading, well, we know we already know. Obviously, we've covered all the the cancelizations that are coming down the DC pipeline, and you know, we know that that these these titles aren't coming back in the new year. So you, that opens the door, like you said, for. You know, them to do Batman Detective, Superman Action, Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern, whoever, all in one week. And then, like you said, do the alternate universe stuff, Elseworld, Black Label, whatever, the following week. Right. Well, what I'm saying is you could do one issue a month. I'm okay with that. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm fine with not having to do the uh, every other week just because it's... It is a lot sometimes to keep yeah. up. With well, everything. if you especially if you have multiple books, yeah, right. Like if you if if they're like you, right, where you get you know, mul what is it like, eight or nine different titles every week. Or, for for me, yeah. What do you fuck? I get. Well, it depends. If nothing's delayed, probably about eight or nine a week. Yeah. So I'm buying about eighteen. 36 books a, a month give or take yeah uh, i mean and like i said mine pile up i catch up and then they usually pile up again and i catch up and like but like i said i, I think there's a lot of good stuff that dc puts out like on a weekly basis oh it's not that it's not good it's just there's so much i can tell you i don't read Marvel, I just don't. And I'm not going to lie, I do look every week to see if there's a new book coming out, like a number one, that I can jump into something for Marvel so we can diversify our conversations on here. But to this point, I haven't gotten anything. 
Like, there's just nothing that stood out to me. The only Iron time Man, I ever grab anything Marvel is it has to have Gambit. And not and not the X-Men comic. Gambit has to be part of the story. <laughs> yeah. I'll, um, I'll grab it. But I know Iron Man number one came out in the last two weeks. I guess it was a soft reboot for Iron Man, which, I mean, I guess I could have jumped into if I wanted to, but I'm just not as interested in that as other people are. Um but like I said, they're doing the endless winter thing in in December. That's probably going to be our next major event. This generations thing, I think, is just them trying to not waste probably stuff they already had written and drawn at some point. Um, but you're also getting Batman Black and White again in December. Um, that was a very successful run for them. Obviously, the Black and White series statues are fucking. Just outrageous, man. You have the the minis, the bigs, the smalls, the mediums, whatever. I mean, I'm sure you've seen them if you've, you know, frequent any local comic shop. But uh, they're coming back with that series. And that was actually, that spawned because of the pandemic. So DC had all these, all these writers and artists and people that weren't working. And instead of furloughing them, Jim Lee said, hey, do you want to contribute to a Batman black and white series? And they were like, yeah, sure. You're gonna pay me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, why not? <laughs> I'll, I'll draw. I'll draw a right Batman for you. And if you're not familiar with the black and white series, basically you get each issue gets like a major cover artist, like Jim or a Faybach or a Murphy or whatever. And then inside the the issue, they actually they tell like mini stories. I think it's three per issue. I could be wrong on that, but um, but this is a way to get new writers' exposure and new artists' exposure because you get to see how they draw and you get to see how they write with Batman. So who's to say out of this Batman Black and White, we don't get another? Uh, an, yeah, we don't get the next you know, you know big big or, person. Yeah, that or the next James Tywin or the next Scott Snyder or Tom King or what? Because a lot of those guys have contributed to that over the course of their careers. Um, so we'll see. Um, I'm excited about that. I mean, um, and then other news not related to DC Comics, I mean, kind of is. Um, James Tywin is uh, getting ready to release on the heels of Something is Killing the Children which I believe is a boom uh, comic. It might be Image. I might be mixing the next these two up. Let me see. Um, but James Tywin um, is writing a book entitled Department of Truth. And that will be... One moment. Yeah, that'll be under Image. Um, Something is Killing the Children is another James Tywin book right now that apparently is tremendously popular. I haven't gotten an opportunity to read it. I'm actually kind of waiting for the collected edition to come out so I can read the first six issues or so or whatever it is. But I'm, I'm excited for Department of Truth because I'll be able to pick that up from the start. Um, it's coming with like eight variant covers. I don't think I've ever seen this many variant covers for an independent comic before. Because they know that people will buy them. Yeah. That's why. Um, if you say there's a variant, people will buy them. I know them. Third Eye near us is getting a store exclusive variant, uh, which is pretty, I mean, pretty cool because it's local, obviously, but um, I'm probably not going to get it because I don't know what the book's going to be. I don't right. know what it's going to entail. I know it's kind of like 
a government like supernatural paranormal type book. So I'm excited for it. Um, I'm going to pick it up. I believe it comes out September 30th. Um, so check with your local comic shops on that. Um, and Charlie is actually looking over the next book, Hellblazer number one. Yeah. Uh, um, Rise and Fall. Rise and Fall from DC Black Label. Um, that came out two weeks ago. Uh, I picked it up last week, read it um, before our video reviews, my video review on uh, Wednesday this past week. And honestly, I I enjoyed it. I mean, John. I mean, the, the art's good. Uh, I think. I mean, it's it's not it's not overdone, but it's gritty enough that like it fits the John Constantine, you know, aesthetic, so to speak. Yeah, um, and, and from from what I'm reading, it's like you know the story flows well. Like yeah. the dialogue works. Like it's it's not. There's nothing that's been forced, right? Yeah. Um, Though trying to uh, recreate Constantine's voice, yeah, as you read, as you read it, yeah, is 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 waning sometimes. But um, and obviously, you know, I don't want to spoil nothing for you. It's still still available at most local comic shops. So if you want to get it, it's the number one. It's a good starting point if you're a Constantine fan. You already know John. You already know what you're getting. But if you're if you're kind of interested in the character, especially with the announcement that they've cast the new actor for the HBO series for Justice League Dark, um, you'll be able to you know get a better understanding of who Constantine is. Hopefully through this book. Um, but moving on out of some out of the news realm and more into what we're reading. Um, we'll get a, get us started on, do you want to start on something we both can talk on or you want to, let, let's start yeah. with Batman 99. Yeah. Let's start with Batman 99 because um, for me, like, uh, the only two books I got to this week, uh, or since our last recording, um, were Batman 99 and, and, uh, Green Lantern, uh, season two, issue seven. So, yeah. um, Batman 99, I think, well, you and I kind of briefly talked about it, but, um, not a whole lot of substance to this issue. Yeah, I mean, I was, especially with one more issue to go. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't know how much they could have really I don't, done. I don't know if it's not necessarily there wasn't a lot of substance for me because there there was definitely some heavy parts in this book compared to the other books, like the stuff with like him and Harley outside of Ace. Yeah. Batman and Harley, I should say, outside of Ace Chemicals, where basically she says, you know, you're going to have to put me down and put me down hard, or, you know, I'm going to be there when things go sideways, and I'm going to pull the trigger. Like, I, I have no... Yeah, yeah, because even after all of this, Bruce is refusing still... To kill Joker. To kill Joker. Um, and Harley makes the comment that I'm going to if you don't kind of thing, which, I mean... <laughs> it, it, to this at this point she's got a she's got a valid point right i mean like okay w- when is enough enough because clearly it's not for bruce at this point to to, to put him down for good um but yeah, i uh, don't know what else yeah he could do and obviously you know we, we we're not going to highlight it but and i'm obviously i know charlie didn't read it because we he hasn't really been reading the spinoffs um but um catwoman number 25 actually ties in is another collateral damage tie-in to joker war and it's her penguin and riddler getting in and stealing the money back from joker and uh 
Catwoman and um she basically convinces Penguin and Riddler <laughs> she picked uh she sorry we have a in studio guest as usual <laughs> making noise um we so she convinces Edward and Oswald to assist her in the retrieval of Bruce's funds yeah well, um, they make they do make reference to that in uh, they do. So it's very brief. 99. It's very brief, and basically, it's just them. I think it's just them standing outside of a building talking about yeah. breaking into the building. But they they in Catwoman they go fully in depth, which actually kind of makes me upset because I read as I'm reading Catwoman, I'm like, God damn, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I need more. I need more cat burglar Catwoman stories, like because that was that was fun to watch. And like, basically, Edward. Or I keep going Edward uh, Riddler, because um, that's all she doesn't. She doesn't call them by their their their, their name. Their names. She calls them by their actual, actual names. names. Yeah. So she, you know, she calls you know whatever. So Oswald Riddler, and Edward. Yeah, Riddler. Seth basically he breaks into all the systems, disables all the security, and does all the stuff. Catwoman goes in, um, and she's trying to steal the money, um. And as she's inside, Penguin creates the distraction with his goons um, outside so that, like, if they do get an alert, they're so busy doing other crazy stuff that nobody's responding to assist. Um, and she gets in. She starts stealing the money. She, she takes the money. Well, she obviously is who she is. Right. <laughs> so she steals the money, puts it in an offshore account. And doesn't give anything to Penguin or Riddler. And um, obviously she's, you know, not real shy about it. She tells him and Edward tries to shut her, Riddler tries to shut the system down on her. And she gets away. Um, basically she as, gets away. As how, how um, I mean, essentially it's, it's what you would expect. Well, she gets away because she planned it all out. And she left an exit route, and then obviously she gets outside, and obviously this is all spoiler stuff. She gets outside where she gets shot by Penguin because he's waiting for her outside. Right. Because he's like, well, you th you thought you were one up on him. Well, I'm one up on you. But then some guy ends up coming and save her, which I think is a part of the greater Catwoman story, like the 24 issues that preceded it. Right. Because I've never seen this guy a day in my life in a Batman book. Um, but he's a detective from like another city. And she basically jumps in the car with him. She sends the money over. She actually calls. She she gave all. So this is why I think, like, people keep saying, I don't think it's going to be Luke Fox. But I think it's going to All signs are pointing to Luke Fox because he actually, she put all the money in their name, in the Fox name, basically, so they could start the company back up. Gotcha. They could buy, they could basically buy you know, Wayne whatever, Enterprise. Wayne Enterprises. But when she, the, you know, what was it? Is it the under, I'm trying to remember what the underboss, right? What's, what's the name of the guy that she's stealing from? I don't know. Um, but, well, so, well, so while we're also in this issue, um, we got the Bat family reunited, which was pretty good. Yes. Um, you know, we had well, that. Well, you, you had that, you had that, in Nightwing 74, which also came out in the last two weeks, which was another collateral damage tie-in. They had a big fight between 
Tim Drake, Robin, and um, Red Hood with the then brainwashed Dick Grayson. Right. Who's, Who now has his, his Nightwing yeah, suit back. Yeah, it's his full... Um, yeah, uh, and then you also have. Uh, Sorry, the designer yeah. is the okay. is the um the the basically the criminal broker. But you even have a you even have a clown hunter, or making a, a, a brief appearance. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like clown hunter is probably from what I, I took away from the panel. Clown hunter is probably going to play a bigger role in the end issue number one one hundred and issue one hundred one of all this Joker War stuff, um, but. Obviously, Selena steals all the money from the designer and then puts it into um, the, the account for Luke and Lucius to, to deal to do what they, they know they need to do. Right. Um, but she also gives all the money from every criminal empire that this guy works for into the same account. And he, she said, anything else that's you know, left over monetarily from this this heist, so to speak, you need to take it and give it to neighborhoods in the in Gotham that have been traditionally neglected. So that's where I think the John Ridley Scott story and all the other stuff's gonna come into play, in my opinion. Because John Ridley said next Batman's gonna be his Batman's gonna be African American. It's gonna explore some of the roots of Gotham in areas that haven't been touched on sure so i think that's which is fine building that up and i'm I'm actually really glad i read catwoman because i got the c now so when i read batman 100 i'm like how did bruce get all his money back right <laughs> yeah because in 99 they just kind of like all right we're gonna get it and then that's that's kind of yeah it. but and um, then uh and then you know like you said the bat family is back together so you get um you get them all kind of working in conjunction but then again you know Bruce says, like, okay, well, I'm going to go on my own now. Yeah. Hey, like, it's, it's cool to have everybody. I realized I needed you all. All right, see ya. Yeah. Uh, and that's when, you know, the whole thing with Harley. Uh, yeah, Harley following yeah. and basically saying, you know, I'm I'm going to do what I want to do. And he's, oh, no, you're not, blah, blah, blah. And they go back and forth. Um, I don't. Yeah. Uh, look. Batman's going to do what Bruce, well, Bruce is going to do what Bruce has always done. He's yeah. going to be like, I'm sorry. I realize I need everybody, but I'm still going to shun everybody away from me because, you know, I have issues with being with people. Like, it's, it's just classic Bruce. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he does go to the one person who he always has uh, to deal with, and that's uh, Joker. Yeah. And here's Joker in a new bat suit. Well, is it a new bat suit or is it the bat suit that he vandalized? It's, it's the old bat suit. Okay. Um, but he's wearing it. But it also builds off. So the reunion, so to speak, builds in Detective 10 to, um, 1027. Um, there is a story in here. I believe it's the one by Bendis, if I'm not mistaken. Give me one second. Yeah, but I mean, with with one issue left to uh, for this Joker War, I'm I'm wondering yeah. how it's gonna. I'm wondering so, how it's gonna. So so Bendis out. so Bendis wrote a story. Okay. In ten twenty seven, which we'll get to. I don't believe there's any connection. There may be, 
But yeah, I don't think there is. Okay. Well, I well, it, I mean, from what it looks like, we're we're gonna have Bruce kind of starting to lose it again. Well, I don't know if he's losing it again, but I th- so I think the the Joker suit exists. Obviously, right. he's in the suit. The suit exists. And like people said, I think the corruption of the suit is his way at further tarnishing Bruce's relationship with Alfred because that was the suit Alfred wanted Bruce one day to wear in the light. Right. Um, but I like the spin on Anytime Joker puts on a bat suit, it becomes like an action figure. It right. becomes a toy or branding or whatever. So that that's obviously what that was a ploy to do. Um, but... I think 100 is going to be interesting, yeah. to say the least. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, does Harley finally put a bullet in him? Does Bruce cross the line? Like, what's the culmination in this? And, like, that's what we're going to find out. And then you also get you get the Joker Wars story as well. Um, there's, a, there's, like, a one-shot jumbo issue. Hmm. Um, where I guess it basically wraps everything up after the fact. Okay. Um, but I've, like I said, we've been covering Joker War since it started. Um, it's a tremendous book. Yeah, it's been a good arc. Yeah. So far. Um, so we got one one issue left, and uh, we'll obviously do it on our next uh, next recording. Yeah. I I don't know. So we're not getting it next week. We'll get it the week we record. So it'll yeah. be it'll be fresh. Yeah. So jo- the Joker War Zone, um, basically, yeah. So j- the Joker War Zone is is a one shot with contributions from Tywin, from James, uh, John Ridley, and um, some other artists and and authors. It's a forty eight page um, issue, but. Like I said, Joker War has been great. Um, James and Jorge Menendez has it's been it's awesome. Been um, the art's great. Tremendous splash page in this issue with uh, Batman. Um, well, was, there was two big splash pages. Yeah, but yeah. The, 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 the one of him walking towards... His... It almost looked like he was smirking, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, but... Uh, Let's get into, why don't you do a little bit of Green Lantern? You can go over that. Sure. I mean, I'll just touch on it really quick. I don't know how many people are reading it. I know you're not. I know no. you're not a Morrison fan, but uh, it was fine. I mean, and it, it continues off where six, uh, or it continues where six had left off, right? Hal's dead. Uh, what's going on? And, you know, I was kind of wondering, you know, is he the specter? What's going on here? Uh, so they didn't reference him as specter at all. Um because you have the young guardians now. Uh, Did they call him the hood? N- no. Uh, what they end up wanting to call him is their death lantern. Uh, and not in the same vein of like the black lantern core. It's, they're calling him the death, their death lantern. Um, so you have one of the young guardians though, that kind of is going along with how to, to really understand him because yeah. the one of the things that they call out in this the young guardians are like we are born knowing everything yeah but the problem is we don't understand why 
like the, the the reasoning behind the stuff. So, um, you know, he's he's kind of getting this first hand look at like, well, we know that you're, you know, we know you're you're Hal Jordan. We know you're this this guy, but yeah. we don't understand the why do you continue to do things that don't make sense to us and um what ends up happening like at one point uh Hal has to fight previous versions of himself yeah uh and, and take them on and meanwhile you know he's trying to you know convince the guardians like hey uh you guys realize i died trying to save the rest of the green lanterns so if you want me to do anything for you, you've got to continue to help me save the rest of them. So um, that's where we're at in seven. It's it's the guardian, the new these these young guardians are trying to figure out how they can get Hal Jordan to do what they want him to do, and Hal. So they're to- they're born with all the knowledge in the world except how to control Hal Jordan. <laughs> pretty pretty much, or it's like they know how they're supposed to control. Green Lanterns, right? Yeah. They they know what they're supposed to do. They just don't understand, like, when somebody says, nah, I don't want to. Like, <laughs> the, welcome, uh, welcome to being a parent. Right. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> but I mean, that, I, that's, uh, that's, that, that's a, that is a great analogy. It's like, I know, I know what I am supposed to do for my child, but when they just completely buck the system, yeah, and yeah. and you know I, it's not that I don't like Grant Morrison because I love because I I like I've said in the past I like his Batman stuff I like all that stuff I just can't this this whole Green Lantern run has just been a wash for me. It's 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 fine. I mean, I'm trying to figure out what the what the end game is though. Um because he's not tied into anything, right? He is like on his own scope in his own universe, basically. Like, like, uh, especially with all the grander scheme of things going on right now, like your villains wrapping up with death metals and all the other stuff. You're like, where, like, yeah, where I, does this fall into the scope of? It doesn't. It, it's it's canon. It's its own. It's its own thing. Now, I enjoy the artwork, right? I, I think that uh, you know. It's for you know for a Green Lantern story like the artwork is fine it works um, it's dark yeah but uh, I I like it um, it's not it's it's definitely different than like w- how we're reviewing Batman right or even the Constantine book like it's it's its own yeah well like I said yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to the end of Morrison's run probably yeah. sooner rather than later just because I I want to see. Jessica Ruiz back as Cruz. even if they don't or sorry Jessica Cruz <laughs> even if they don't bring back Simon Baz to to, to, to go with her like yeah. I think she could do a standalone Green Lantern book yeah absolutely especially after Odyssey she's she's tremendous in that book yeah I mean uh, I get you know like you know Green Lantern isn't at the you know he's not one of the big three but I feel like Green Lantern's got enough staying power to where yeah i mean I, they just announced that more than likely the live action green lantern will be based around john stewart which i think will be good um, see i i like john uh and 
I, I don't know if it was you that I was having the, the, the conversation with, but like in this current version of the Justice League, the, the film version, the, the, the DC Cinematic Universe, whatever yeah. we want to call it, um, Snyderverse, yeah. whatever, uh, all those characters are so serious, with the exception of Flash. Yeah. Um, I mean, even Aquaman, to extent, uh, uh, to an extent, is serious, right? Yeah. He has his couple one-liners, but he's more of a—he's just way more serious. Adding John Stewart to an already serious group of people, yeah. just—you need somebody to break up the, that that tone, right? And to me, I, well, and I'm always going to go. I like Hal Jordan out of all of them. Yeah. Now, but you could bring a Kyle Rayner in too. Though. You can, and if if that's if that's the game, but how much you know? Nobody ever asked for a Guy Gardner though. No, no, yeah, Baltimore City guy, you know, hometown, yeah. you know, got a um, not getting any love, but um, I don't know because you know partnering John with Kyle, it's, yeah, it's that doesn't make sense to me. But I mean, like I said, I I don't know. I, I think Green Lantern was doing well as far as story and construction and continuity. And then they threw this into the game because they wanted to put Grant Morrison on a book. And right. they were probably like, what book do you want to do? And I get it. He's got the clout to do that. But it's not – for me personally, as a fan of Green Lantern and other Green Lantern comic series prior to this, it's not doing anything for me. I'm not putting Grant Morrison in the 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 – Scott Snyder, New 52 Batman category yet, but he's pretty close <laughs> in the sense that, like, I'm pretty much not buying Green Lantern at all anymore because he started writing it. Because I went from buying Batman in, with New 52 to, like, just not even picking it up anymore because I was just so done with how right. the character was proceeding. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, it, Green Lantern's a, 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 a weird universe. To begin with, yeah. right? So it's like, all right, well, this is just one more thing that you know, nothing shocks me. I'll put it to you that way with, with, yeah. with Green Lantern. I mean, but, so, but but that's yeah. yeah talking that's, talking about tying, not tying in or tying into things. Um, Trinity Crisis number one and then Justice League number fifty three are both death metal tie-ins. Um, I can tell you this, uh, Trinity Crisis number one, or one shot, was good. It follows Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman with Swamp Thing, Harley Quinn, and Jonah Hex to the center of the Batman that laughs castle so they can basically take this portal in order to steal the energy from the previous crisis. And I believe it touches on Crisis and Infinite Earth, um, Identity Crisis, and one other um, major event um if i can google that i can tell you exactly which um but basically so perpetual is fueled by crisis energy okay. that's what gives her her power and right now those three worlds or those three crises she has running on repeat basically so the heroes are fighting that crisis constantly in that time frame. And she's basically, that's building her, um, that's building her power up. 
And um, so obviously the big three think, oh, well, we'll go and basically just go and tell these heroes how to win the crisis, capture the essence, come back, and we can use that to beat Perpetua. Um, unbeknownst to them, though, they get to their they get to their crises, so to speak, and they find out that the bad that the bad guys are already onto like this the thing. So basically, the Justice League in those time frames has now lost those crises. Um, so it's kind of a cool like dark multi like you know they're doing the dark multiverse books right. it's very similar in the sense to that that um that these heroes basically don't they they're not winning the crisis that they won in the past it's actually the exact opposite the bad guys are winning every time now um so like, you know, most of the reviews that I've been reading on it have said, like, if you're reading Death Metals, but you, you're not keeping up with the one-shots, you're going to start having problems now in continuity and story because this is basically a main storybook. They just made it a, a spinoff instead of just making it an issue. Hmm. Um, but, but I mean, does, they're using Death Metals. Like, they, they're trying to make this huge story, but they're going to make it harder for you to know what's going on. Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and we've said that like, that was kind of the problem. I mean, um, so yeah, so Spectre is a giant figure in the foreground who comes flying down towards blah, 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 blah. Um, so crisis on infinite earth. There's like I said, there's a bunch of, there's, there's three main, I don't know why I can't find the page that has the three. But basically, yeah, so they go through that, and then, you know, they get caught up. So each hero goes to a different crisis instead of them together. So Batman's on one, is in one timeline, Superman's in another, Wonder Woman's in another, and they are all met by their counterparts, Dark Side, Anti-Monitor, and... Um, Superboy Prime. So it's okay. the three crises that those are involved in. But um, but basically, Perpetua gets, you know, they, they the Batman last has gotten the upper hand once again, and now the heroes got to figure out how they're gonna how they're basically gonna win this crisis when it's just them versus these 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 monsters, so to speak. Um, but that that kind of wraps. They they so they free the heroes in Death Metal's number three from Apocalypse, which is like Nightwing, Jon Stewart, and all the rest. They, you see them at the beginning of Trinity Crisis one shot, and then you don't see them, ever, you don't see them again. And it just follows the, the main group of heroes to the center of the universe, basically. Um, but in Justice League number 53, you do get that follow-up of Dick Grayson and where he's been and what he's been up to. Um, and basically... Dick is trying to he's trying to get into the castle the Batman who laughs castle to fight him essentially and Martian Manhunter you know has already tried to do this and failed while um, Professor Chimp takes is it Professor or Dr. Chimp? Professor Professor right 
he takes Nightwing and Hawkgirl to meet his like secret ally and ends up being Lex Luthor. <laughs> so course. now Lex Luthor is back on the good side because he got burned by Perpetual. So Perpetual picked the Batman who laughs over Lex Luthor, the predator, like the apex predator type right. he was, you know, she made him into. And he, he basically, you know, he basically is, he's got a plan and he tells Knight because Nightwing's like, well, screw you. I don't want your plan. I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to do this, that, and the third. And he's like, well, the last person that did it, it didn't fare too well. And he was talking about Martian Manhunter. Right. And then they show, so that she's got this big Omega Knight, it's called, protecting the, the castle. And it's, it, it looks like, in, she, so basically she took the anti-monitor and the, 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 the whatever, the monitor or whatever. Like, cause she, she kills them at the beginning of all this. Okay. That's how she maintains her power because they're the ones who imprisoned her. Well, she basically brings them back but makes them into a, a Batman version of them. So now you have a Batman anti-monitor, basically. And then they're making it, they, they have this semi-like half splash page talking about that. And then Lex Luthor's like, yeah, that's not the one you need to worry about. And then they show that there's a, a Martian Manhunter Batman. Mm. And he's like the one that she's, that's like her secret weapon. And they're saying he's the most dangerous because he can control your mind. And he can get into your mind. And he was the one that beat Martian Manhunter, essentially. Gotcha. But so, yeah, I mean, that was the first Justice League book that's tied in. It's really well written. The art's really gritty. It was good. Um, and it was cool. Like I can tell you this, the Mind Hunter. That's what they call him. Mind Hunter is the Batman, the uh, Dark Knight version. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty dope character design for for the metals thing. Well, good thing uh, McFarlane will have another figure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I mean, like you said, you don't understand. This is supposed to be like this massive event. Why DC's making it more difficult for us to read? I have no idea. Um, I'm not a huge fan of big events that have 19 different tie-ins. I didn't mind. I don't mind the Joker War tie-ins because I'm already reading the books, Sans, Catwoman, and Batwoman for two issues. Yeah, but they're part of the Bat family. It's not multiple characters yeah. across the board. Um, but we we still have a couple of the the books left to go. Um, let me see the Trinity Crisis book you got over there. Sure. Um, we have a couple more multiverse books to go um, as far as, like, spinoffs from Trinity Crisis. Um, yeah, so it was, it was Justice League issue number 53 was entitled Doom Metal. It's a five-issue tie-in series. So I'm assuming we're going to get more, more from that as well. Um, I'm just trying to find... Because I know we have a flat, yeah, here's the flash. So you're going to get Speed Metal, which is a one-shot um, issue, uh, story by Josh Williamson, which um, Josh actually wrote um, the last issue of Justice League as well. So um, I don't know. I don't know why they're doing it the way they're doing it. Um, we also get the Multiverse Ends uh, one-shot as well so that's by james um tywin so a big james guy so there you go i mean they're putting the right they're putting the right writers i guess on the books but like i said that's a lot of tie-ins right right I mean, and that's just in the that's just in the month of september not to include death metals number four or five and i believe it's a six issue arc um trinity crisis was actually written by snyder so 
it was really had a lot of continuity to the main story. I don't know why they just didn't make it an issue, but they did. Um, but uh, we kind of saved the best for last. Uh, Detective Comics ten twenty seven. I know that I knew that that was yeah your thing. Uh, obviously, it's one thousand issues since the debut of the Dark Knight in Detective Comics twenty seven. Um, this is on the heels of the 80th anniversary celebration, obviously, um, last year, but they pushed 1027 back a week on purpose. So it lined up with international Batman day, um, on Saturday and obviously with the, the release, I think there's 12 total variant covers. I think some stores got some exclusive books. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed all the, the stories throughout it. Um, How many it, pages was it? It's a hundred. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's a hundred page. Um, but all the stories, some of them had some like tie and stuff. But um, the one that everybody has been talking about is the Bendis story, and the Bendis story basically is the whole Bat family coming together. They find this crooked detective who's been presumably murdered and they're all trying to figure it out but like you're getting you get everyone you get batman robin nightwing red robin spoiler uh orphan batgirl they're all there and um basically they're investigating this and then batman shows up and they realize that it's not a. I believe they realize it's not a murder if i'm correct at the end of it um Yeah, so, oh, no, so Killer Croc actually, Killer Croc actually takes out the guy. Okay. And, um, but he was only doing it because he was trying to protect his girlfriend, who the guy was blackmailing because she used to be a DA. But, um, basically they, they figure out the, they figure out the crime together. And at the end of it, um, he said, uh. Okay, I'm going to say it. I'm really glad we got together like this. This is from Red Robin. Batgirl says, it's like those family picnics I read about online. And then Batman just turns back, looks at him and says, you're a fine bunch of detectives, each and every one of you. And then flies off. Very like... <laughs> just typical. <laughs> but, very, but but it's very like uplifting. Sure. In, in what we've been dealing with in the Bat universe of like how like depressed Batman's been with Alfred's death and the split of him and Selena and now Joker war like everybody said like that was like a moment you we needed as bat fans and of course Brian Michael Bendis gives it to us right I mean his DC his his DC run to this point has been just Superman heavy other than Batman universe and Batman universe was heavily like appreciated for what it was um but obviously, that's you get the generations arc in there with, um, uh, like I said, it's written by. Shit, I just said it earlier. <laughs> There's just so much going on. Written by Jurgens. Um, you get, uh, I believe, a mini teaser for. Um, yeah. So you get. So th- they haven't really come out and said if it's a teaser or not, but Tom King does a story where um, 
basically Bruce dies by radiation poisoning after battling um Dr. Phosphorus. Gotcha. Um and it's like he's old. He's way old. And basically Phosphorus in the battle is like saying like the only way I would fight you is if you came with no armor, no protection, no nothing, because I know in order to beat me, you're going to have to kill yourself. Basically, you're going to expose yourself to so much like direct radiation that when you're 60 and you can't overcome this cancer, it's me that beats you, not the Joker, not Two-Face, not whatever. Now, they've been saying that in this Batman Catwoman 12-issue maxi series that um, King's going to do later in the year that it's going to it's going to like be a time lapse type thing and you're going to see like the death of Batman essentially and what causes it because in King's issues in his first you know 50 issues of Batman he actually says that Gotham girl kills Batman eventually and so now there's like questions is, is this story in 1027 his actual death or does Gotham girl kill him like he said he was, she was going to in his early run of Batman so like I said I, I enjoyed it there's a lot of good like there's a lot of good like mini stories in there things like that the art's great they, they brought in all their heavy hitters to do art um, but it's an anniversary issue it's 10 bucks I mean it's it's worth it. I mean, it was it was worth the pick up and the read. And like I said, there were some stuff in there. Obviously, Tomasi's story continues in the front, but they chopped it up so it's you know a little shorter than what it would normally be. But um, there's really not much coming out past uh, past that this week coming up. Obviously, DC did a, a massive drop for the week for Batman week, so. I mean, uh, other than a handful of books, any anything coming that you're picking up is um, Power Rangers. I'm trying Rangers. to remember when the next Draken. I think issue. Draken comes out this yeah. week. Yeah, I know it's soon. Um, that's that's the that's the only book that I'm like looking forward to. <laughs> I'll put it to you that way. Um, let me see what's the release date for that. Um. October seventh. So, so you still got what? A yeah, week? like two weeks. Um, like I said, Department of Truth comes out September thirtieth, but that's still two weeks away. Um, yeah. and for some reason, I can't get my my pool list to pull up for next week. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on in the in the dark multiverse as far as death metals goes. Um, there's a lot going on with Joker Wars. Uh, Three Jokers will be coming out next month. That's another book, obviously, we're looking forward to. Uh, we're going to pick up Department of Truth so we can do a little independent spotlight on that. Um, Charlie will pick up Draken and any other Power Ranger-esque book that comes out, I'm sure. Yep. Um, but as as news comes down the pipeline as far as cancellations, renewals, and things like that, we'll be sure to obviously keep you guys up to date on here. And through our Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter. Um, but next week, as far as new books coming out, you get the last issue of Shazam. Right. Issue number 15. Um, that's Bat the end of Jeff Johns' run, right? Yes. Um, Dark Knight's Death Metals, Speed Metal number one, one shot comes out next week. Um, oh, and another thing about... Um, 
I know we previously mentioned in other issues that Red Hood was being canceled. It is not being canceled. It's being rebranded, and it's keeping its new numbering. Okay. So after 50, Scott Loeb is stepping down, and they're putting a new writer on it for two issues, and then they're going to start a longer-issued uh, run. Uh, Batman Beyond 47, Batman Superman 12, uh, Batgirl 49, which will be another tie-in to Joker Wars, um, and... Some Flash, Action Comics, Aquaman, all the other good stuff as well coming out next week for DC. Um, and then Suicide Squad issue number nine, I'm seeing just from the synopsis, it would be the death of Deadshot. Hmm. Um, so there's some stuff coming out. Like I said, um, as far as DC goes, um, if you're reading Death Metals, definitely pick up the Speed Metal. Obviously, like we said, if you're not reading the tie-ins for that, you're going to get kind of confused. Um, if you're reading uh, Joker Wars, pick up Batgirl because the last issue of Batgirl was really good as far as that goes. Um, one book I know we should be getting, presumably, yep, Undiscovered Country number eight next week as well. Um, one book that we should be getting that I haven't seen, and maybe I need to click on... A different page we haven't gotten another skull digger book in a long time yeah i and as i say that skull digger number four next week all right so well uh check it out yeah so we'll pick up those so it looks like we'll have some independent stuff to talk about we'll do some undiscovered country we'll do some skull digger updates yep. uh, along with our normal dc banter um if there's a marvel comic you want us to pick up let us know we'll give it a shot uh until somebody recommends one we're going to continue to be a dc yeah dc independent comic slash marvel no zone type of place (laughs) um so but uh yeah so if you have any comments questions uh concerns for our well-being uh shoot us a (laughs) message or comment or like on instagram facebook twitter uh facebook and twitter at dgi podcast uh instagram at dad's got issues podcast um, we're more active on Instagram and Facebook than we are Twitter, but we're getting there with Twitter. Yep. Um, Plus, we get the YouTube thing if yeah. you want to check it out. Yeah, we have a we're we're doing a little bi-weekly update in between our eps our yeah. issues with some episodes on our. Um, yeah, still getting our footing. We'll yeah, get, we'll get there. Yeah, and uh, like I said, we've uh, we've enjoyed interacting with the fans over the last couple of weeks with our um, our tournament for our spotlight issue today. Um, but we're going to continue to do those in the future. It was, it was a lot of interaction. We've gotten a lot of good feedback on it. And, you know, even people said like we were getting to certain parts of the tournament and they're like, this is good. Like, this is, this is tough. Like, I don't like most of the time, like when you see these tournaments, people comment or they, they, they vote on them. They're like, oh, this is easy. I'm going to, people were kind of torn. They didn't really know what they wanted to do in certain rounds and certain matchups. Yeah. I mean, even looking at like the one, I was like, there was a couple of matchups there on like, I don't know. I, you know yeah. like, I don't know who comes out of this as the winner because yeah. there was like, especially when we got down to the like the final eight. Yeah, it was. Well, the fi- and, and it was funny because like there were some in the final eight. You're like, there's no way they stand a chance, and they didn't. Like Batman clean sweep. I don't think the other one had a vote in in the in the in the, yeah, yeah. In the quarterfinals, semis. Yeah, and then finals. Obviously, yeah. But Batman, the anime series, basically, I think they went against like. Yeah. Garfield or some shit. Um, and then you have X Men going through uh 
their side of the tournament, which, you know, like. Uh, yeah. I mean, so well, uh, stay tuned for that. That'll be out next Thursday. Yep. Um, basically, our spotlight issue will be on the winner of that Saturday morning cartoon tournament. Um, but uh, like I said, we will uh, we'll continue to do tournaments and interactive stuff with you guys because we, we like to know what you guys want to talk about or what you're interested in or what you like, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. Um, but uh, if, anything else when you're in comics-wise? No, not comics-wise. But mm -hmm. uh, I know Friday we got uh, Around the Multiverse, and there's, yep. there's a bunch of stuff that I want to hit on on that. So. Yeah, a ton of stuff. A ton of good stuff coming out of, of DC fandom. A ton of good stuff coming. And some some not-so-sultry Batman day takes <laughs> from probably the biggest Batman guy you'll meet. Right. But uh, so, so all right. nothing else? Nope, I got nothing. So uh, until next time, folks, uh, have a good one. Uh, let's go ahead and hit our music. 